This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. You know what? Some people would just love this little mystery. This would consume their life. It would be the most exciting thing to happen to them. Ryder gets a random Amazon package to the door. mm -hmm. You open it. And it's the most random thing to ever receive. You didn't order it for yourself. 50 rubber chickens. Okay. So I Googled it and they're actually dog toys, but are terrible for like our dogs because they just rip them apart and could choke on them. Like I think they're for little dogs. Yeah. They just bite their heads off immediately. Exactly. Can't figure out who it is, but to be perfectly honest, I'm so busy. I'm just like, can I, like, can I send, if I send this back to Amazon, <laughs> do I get the money or does whoever bought this as a prank get the money? All Ryder was thinking about is like, how can I get this 60 bucks back? <laughs> I would rather have 60 bucks. Like we said, though, other people would love this. It would, they would turn into full on detectives. And then I got roped into it. Okay. I get an email with audio attached to it, but I don't know who it's from. It's an email I've never heard of before, and it's got a riddle. Do you want to listen to it? Yeah, th- this is for sure about the chickens? This is about the chickens. Upon Ryder's doorstep, a curious sight. Fifty feathered friends, a strange delight. No cluck nor squawk, just rubbery cheer. But the arrival, a puzzle, oh so near. Harvests whispers in the rustles of leaves. In the air, a secret it deceives. Count them, Ryder. One by one, the answer is hidden, not easily spun. In the midst of lies, a truth be found about a figure. Okay, I'm sleeping. <laughs> this is. I actually am dying watching Ryder. That's the first <laughs> time he's heard that. And I'm not joking. He almost fell asleep. Like, to some people, this is unbelievable work Listen, by whoever's behind this. I'm trying to, like, in my spare time, get through The Sopranos right now. That's a big challenge. You just got home from Mexico. You're busy with your daughter. You went to her improv class last night. It was two and a half hours. Like, Ryder genuinely doesn't have time to dissect this, and it is making my life. It's the funniest thing. This poor person behind the prank is put so much work, and Ryder doesn't care no like there's not even a part of me that's like i wonder who this is i don't care okay my complaint today is when you're having a conversation with people but they're just staring at their self in a mirror the entire time oh is yeah. there anything more icky i had an old co-worker that like i couldn't go to a restaurant or pub or anything if it i knew it had mirrors because it would just piss me off the entire yeah, time yeah like if there's somebody sitting across from you in a booth and behind you there's like you know that mirror that just stretches across the way and they're not listening to anything you're saying it kind of gives off the same vibes as somebody who like pretends that they can text and still have a conversation with you mm, but they're you know not what I mean? listening at all and all of a sudden their heads just in their phone and they're just like they're yeah like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah yeah it's those same vibes like Everybody's time should be worth your attention. Yeah, like make eye contact yeah. like a normal 100%, human. Good one. Let's put it on the list. We're putting it on the list. And now if you've never noticed people do that, now you're going to notice it. And try, I'm really sorry. Try to catch yourself doing it and yes, stop it. Stop. You look fine. It's, it's not going to change in the six seconds from the last time you looked. <laughs> right. Okay. So my complaint is uh, about flights. 
And I do really like the new system they have on like WestJet, WestJet Connect or whatever, where you watch shows on your phone and just use your headphones. Because for a stretch there, like nobody had the right cord for the headphone plug in. Mm -hmm. The TV's on the back of the chairs. Like, I get it. But updating that technology would be expensive. This just makes more sense. Yeah, it's probably cheaper to have the app for them. But they need to come up with a system of where to set the phone. Yeah, I saw a guy who it looks like he must have bought it online, like some sort of attachment where he clips his phone to the back of a seat. Oh, great. So it's just propped right up in front of his eyes. Because I was trying to balance mine. Like, Ryder's trying to watch Oppenheimer. It's a three hour long movie <laughs> and he doesn't know where to put his phone. So I had like the menu, you know, the like in-flight menu kind of bent and I was balancing my phone on it and resting and it worked it, until the guy in front of me decided to have a rave in his chair yeah. for three hours, and he was moving like he had bees in his gaunch. That guy was hot. I could see him like through the seats. The guy was, the guy in front of me was hot. Yeah, he was The guy very... that was wrestling a grizzly bear for three hours for no reason. <laughs> he wasn't moving that much. The guy that was doing a Peloton class in his seat. There's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven and seven. There are some weird drinks out there. I highly recommend if you get a chance to give them a go, though, because you just never know what you're going to like. Be like, whoa, that ingredient doesn't belong. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. At number seven, we have ginger. Yeah. It's good in uh, in soda, surprisingly. Like ginger ale, delicious, but also just ginger beer. And hit me with those mules. And they're so versatile. Moscow Mule, delicious. That's the most well-known one. Kentucky Mule. Kentucky Mule with bourbon. There's the Tequila Mule or Mexico Mule, they call it. Plus, you could also put some ginger in, like, a nice smoothie. You know? Good for, point. It's good for your guts. Yeah. With fruit juice. Yep. Carrot juice. Ginger. So it is a bit lemon. of a surprising taste that would be good in a drink, but it is. At number six, egg white. Mm. What? Yeah, as soon as I found out that that frothy deliciousness in some of your uh, cocktails and even coffees now have like egg white in, yeah. it, in the foam. Pretty much any cocktail you get that ends in either sour or fizz is egg white on top. Like gin fizzes, vodka sours, whiskey sours. Delicious. White ladies. That's a cocktail. Terrible name. But yeah. Uh, it has egg white in it. Okay. At number five, beans. Ew. No. What? Oh, oh okay. What are you drinking right now? Oh, I thought you <laughs> meant like, why did I think of like like beans you'd roast over a campfire? <laughs> no, I like pork and beans. Ew. Okay, good. Yeah, beans are good. Coffee beans. Coffee beans. It's a strange thing. The first person that discovered it, like, what? But also, the pickled beans that you put in a Caesar. Oh, those? Yeah, like, good point. bring it on. Like, that's my dinner tonight at the Oiler game. I'm going in, I'm getting a Caesar, and I'm going to say, can you add five beans and five asparagus yeah. to that? And like... Being economically savvy by <laughs> yeah. just getting Caesars? <laughs> at number four, olive juice. True. I, I've never, never been into a dirty martini. I don't care for olives. I don't get the hype. But maybe one day I'll grow up. Maybe. My brother said, like, he's not a big drinker at all, but martinis his go-to. And he said, like, his mouth will start watering, like, half an hour before if he knows he's going out 
to meet somebody. Like yeah, it's some people just, are like, it's the dirtier the martini, the yeah. better for them. Olives do that for me too. I like I salivate when I'm around the olive table at the. Uh, really, I gag when I walk by the olive section at like Safeway. I'm yeah. Like, yeah no. Oh God. Nope. At uh, at number three, we've got rotten grapes <laughs> squished with bare feet. Not bare feet. Well, that's, that's how it, not how it's that's done. That's how it started. Now it's a machine that does it. Yeah, but still, like that whole concept to be like, mmm, mm. good idea, Dwayne. This is a delicious foot <laughs> foot cocktail. Is that a toe hair? At number two, we have jalapenos. Okay, a jalapeno margarita will rock your socks off. I saw somebody created like the, what they say is the best mix if you're a tequila drinker. Okay. It's the zero sugar lemonade, mm-hmm. and you just dice up jalapenos, throw it right in the jug, and then just let it sit in the fridge for a few days. And, and then, then you add tequila to and that. And then you mix your drink, your tequila on ice with... That is your mix. Is it happy hour yet? I don't know, but the, I, apparently it's not just olives that make me salivate. It's margaritas too, because here we are. And at number one for the surprisingly good things to drink, clams. I don't like thinking about what clamato is. I don't want to think about it. But like in- even Worcestershire, like what is that? Egg juice? I mean, um, fish juice. Yeah, I it's think gross. it's also a seafood product at its base. But, like, dirty it up. I love it. And even beer and clam. I mean, beer is so versatile mm. that, like, you can mix almost anything in it. Yeah. Orange juice. Lime juice. Gatorade. Clamato. It's pretty versatile. But the clam part of it is the weird one for me. Yeah, are we disgusting? I mean, Americans must be like, why do the Canadians get the Caesar instead of the Bloody Mary? What's the difference? Oh, theirs has clams in it. And they're probably like, wow, Canadians are sick. They're so badass. I bet. Five simple words. $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. We are joined by Andrew. Caller 7 never got through uh, before, but you know how the game works? Yes. Are you excited? I'm excited right now. I've tried to get through for a while. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, best yeah. of luck on a Friday. We're going to try our best to get you $1,000. Awesome. Woo. For those listening for the first time, Andrew gets to choose either Lisa or myself as a teammate who will leave the room. We're then going to give Andrew five words. He tells us the first word that comes to mind for each. Well, invite Andrew's teammate back in. They'll play the same game. And for every one of the answers that lines up, it's 25 bucks. If you hit all five, though, it's $1,000. Andrew, who's your teammate this morning? I'll take you, Lisa. Okay. Woohoo! <laughs> all right. I got some good words today, Andrew. Awesome. I hope they're, uh, hope they're easy. <laughs> yeah, I think a few of them are. Okay. So I'm going to okay. start the timer as soon as I give you the first word, okay? Okay. And the first word is wings. Bird. Axe. Submarine. Sandwich. Booty. Bum. Yep. Amazon. Delivery. All right, let's get Lisa back in here. Give away some money. 
would Andrew do on a Friday morning? <laughs> Very good. Really? Okay, I'm ready. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say axe? Throw. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. Awesome. 25 bucks. But that's because of the Axe Monkey commercials that air on our station a lot, right? Totally. Like five years ago, <laughs> what before those commercials, I think you'd probably say chalk yeah. or wood. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Well done, you two. Okay. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say submarine? Uh, submarine? Oh, gosh. Sandwich? Yeah! Yay! We're rolling! 50 bucks! Awesome. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say booty? Bum? Yeah! Yeah! We got 75 bucks. Let's make it 100. Oh, yeah, we do. Let's make it 100. Awesome. <laughs> What's the first word that comes to mind when I say wings? Fly. No. What's the answer? Bird. That's a good answer. Good answer. Yes. Dang. Okay. We can try to give away 100 bucks. Amazon. Package. What is it? Same concept, but delivery. <laughs> oh, that's good too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Andrew, you picked up 75 bucks on a Friday. Thank you so much for playing Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Awesome. Thank you both for, uh, for answering. <laughs> Cheers. Aww, Have a best. great weekend. Your next chance to play Monday morning at 7.50. All right, what's your recommendation today? So, couldn't have been more proud. Went and watched my uh, 12-year-old compete in her first ever improv competition. Her team absolutely crushed last night. They ended up winning last night's contest. Will likely end up in the uh, city finals. And it's just so cool to watch how welcoming and supportive that little community is, the improv group. Like the other teams... Uh, in between intermissions, they were all like line dancing together on the stage. It was the most wholesome thing I've ever watched. And these kids are in their element and it's a good way for them to like think outside the box and honestly problem solve on stage when there's pressure to like come up with a hilarious scene right. on the spot. You can see their brains like their their mind is like working hard to come up with the next line, the next concept, pivoting if it's not working. Like, it's so smart for them. Well, and even the, like, the plan parts, like, hey, we need one of you to go up and introduce what game we're going to be doing. That's public speaking. Can you imagine in grade seven, you're going up to a theater full of adults? There's probably, like, 60 people there watching last night. That's intimidating. So you are getting out of your shell. You are learning things that you're going to need in your life as you get older. There was one specific part where they were... Uh, acting, they were on the Titanic. They were trying to pretend like uh, they didn't know what was coming, yes, right? So the, the, these kids didn't even know before going in that they were going to be 
doing a skit on the Titanic. Yeah, because the audience yelled out, right. the scenario is you're on the Titanic. So they had to make it up on the spot. And the one kid, probably grade eight, grade nine, maybe. Was, maybe. Like, I honestly think grade eight max. Had his hands on his hips and he looked around and he goes, man, look at how much space is on this deck when there's no lifeboats. <laughs> To take, <laughs> take up the space. It and was, it was so good. It, yeah. It's Play 107 with Ryder and Lisa. On the way, recommend something. Lisa has a tip for a show that's very popular and how to get more enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And I have a suggestion of something you should put your kids in. Yeah. Like as far as, not like a garbage can. <laughs> Like an activity. Put them in the closet under the stairs. It's a great space for them to live. Uh, anyway, that is on the way. But we're very excited to announce something that we got going on uh, leading up for the next little while here. Exactly. So for uh, International Women's Day, we want you to celebrate someone in your life that deserves an awesome prize pack. And we're making it very easy for you. So this launched this morning over at Play107.com. We're calling it Shiro's. Like, who is your hero? But we're saying, like, she. Do you get it? I like it. I've never heard it. that expression before. So all you have to do is nominate someone that deserves an awesome prize pack. And you don't even, you know what? Surprise them with it. Don't tell them that you're nominating them. Ooh, I like that. Because if they win it, they'll be so pumped. So the prize includes 250 bucks to Tidy Matters, which is an amazing woman-owned local uh, tidying company. Like, yeah. they'll come over. They'll reorganize Organize, everything yeah, yeah. in your house if you want them to. They'll do your garage, your pantry, your closets, whatever you want. So 250 bucks to that. 250 bucks to Rock It Out Salon, which will pay for your coloring, your haircut, your blowout, whatever you want. And 250 bucks to The Paint Spot, which is a great local company that is an art supply store. And it's run by local artists. How cool would that be to give to someone that you have... You're inspired by your mentor, your mom, your best friend. What a great prize pack. I feel like Beyonce hitting number one for country songs, although I love the song, is more confirmation that it's really easy to write a hit country song. This ain't Texas. Oh. Ain't no hold'em. Hey. So cards down, 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 down. So I put it to the test by asking listeners to give me a word. And then we picked one of them, and I wrote a country song using it in a matter of, what, three minutes? Immediately. The word was dusty that we used. Check it out. I could blame the pain for the tears running down my face, but instead I'll blame the lack of rain. That dusty road you're traveling down is kicking up dirt. It's leaving me hurt, and it's making me cry. These sore, dusty eyes. Where's the chorus? Dusty eyes, <laughs> dusty eyes. That's what's making me cry. <laughs> it's not that you're leaving this beautiful life. It's these dusty eyes. See? The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.